In Order to Conserve by Cat Rambo. 1. In order to conserve color, the government's first banned newspaper inserts, the ones where dresses and dishwashers and plastic toys and figurines of gnomes with wary smiles tumbled across glossy surfaces. Readers faced columns of type interspersed with dour black and white line drawings, no slick sheets cascading on their laps as they unfolded the newsprint to gaze at the reports of the latest developments in the color crisis. Others turned to the Internet, monochromatic monitors scrolled by blogs denouncing the administration, the liberals, the conservatives, the capitalists, alien spiders, and a previously obscure cult known as the Advanced Altar of the Rainbow Serpent. The change had been almost imperceptible at first. Only artists, fashion designers, and gardeners noticed the dimming of shades, the shadows of reds, blues, purples that blossomed from less verdant stems. They brought the shift to the attention of the white-coated scientists who measured the changes in angstroms, then announced that laboratory results proved it true. Somewhere, somehow, color, once thought an inexhaustible natural resource, was running out and doing so quickly. The National Guard quelled the initial panic, while their counterparts did the same in other countries. Marching along in their drab uniforms, they shook hands with the populace and rescued black and white cats from birch trees. Waving for the cameras, they smiled that all was well before having them shut down and bundled away by nervous newsfolk, breaking up crowds that had gathered to discuss the situation. Color TVs were piled in broken heaps on street corners, awaiting pickup by the shadow-hued trucks that lumbered and clanked their way through the early morning beneath a colorless sky. As the months passed, more stringent measures were introduced, and more and more things were rationed out with booklets of black-on-black -black stamps. People tried to use the rarer colors, magenta, fuchsia, pale lavender, but even so, the fashion industry unwillingly made black-and-white houndstooths, seersuckers, plaids, and ginghams the next statement of style. Grade school students were introduced to the fine art of cross-hatching, studios set to work, uncolorizing old movies. Color became totally contraband. The majority of police car paint jobs were unchanged. Taxicabs, on the other hand, turned gray striped with silver, a gleaming paint that reflected a thousand shades of concrete. You would have thought that people would have mobbed art museums to stare at the last canvases ever touched by color, but attendance fell off. People didn't want to be reminded of what they were missing, and security guards, their eyes welling deep with tears, moved among the lonely paintings before going to collect their last paychecks. 2. An acute scientist, whose hobby was the cello, was the first to notice the decline in sound. The blackberry finches and house sparrows that flocked to her feeder each morning to feast on thistle seeds were morose, silently pecking at each other. Sighing, she picked up the telephone, then changed her mind and bicycled away to send a telegram to the White House. Teachers were forced to come up with new classes to replace band, orchestra, and music appreciation. Playground shouts were monitored. The uniformed guards held up placards to the students. Conservation begins with you! and taught sign language during the lunch hours. Flashing white lights took the place of bells and buzzers. Audiences, after watching their black and white movies, took flashlights out of the purses and pockets and flicked them on and off to demonstrate approval. Mimes were still unpopular. People thought, and thought again, before they said anything. Therapy sessions often consisted of 50 minutes of silence, therapist and patient staring at each other, signaling with raised eyebrows, hesitant smiles, gentle nods, 
and at times inexplicable tears signaling some breakthrough. The scientists wrote furious notes to each other, denouncing various theories for the shortages. Jeannie Dixon predicted that the San Andreas Fault would open and Elvis would swagger forth, flanked by Jim Morrison and John Lennon, bringing with them new supplies of color and sound that would swell forth across the world like a nuclear explosion of color, expanding outward in concentric rings into a single joyous shout, while the angel Gabriel blew backup saxophone. Silence is silver, read the billboards. Walk softly and carry a big gray stick. 3. When imagination began to ebb, the government again took active measures. Some philosophers and scientists pointed out that in order to solve the problem, creative thinking would be necessary. Death squads were immediately dispatched to their houses. But still, overall, there was a surprising lack of protest, if anyone had bothered to think much about it. Polls showed no one cared enough to vote. Sure, it sounded good to protest creativity's absence, but there were benefits to not thinking too hard, pluses to not worrying about things too much. The television programs were still the same, after all. A black-and-white flicker, with dialogue and a slow scroll across the bottom of the screen, hazy snow hovering around the edge as though to signal the arrival of some gray winter of the soul. This has been a Podcastle Miniature. An Order to Conserve was written for you by Cat Rambo. Ms. Rambo's stories have appeared in Asimov's and Strange Horizons that have been featured on Escape Pod and here at Podcastle. Eyes Like Sky and Coal and Moonlight, her latest collection of stories, is available at Amazon. She's also the managing editor of Fantasy Magazine, which can be read at www.fantasy-magazine.com. You can find out more at her website, www.kittywumpus.net and she blogs at catrambo.livejournal.com. The story was narrated for you by Murr Lafferty. Murr is the author of Playing for Keeps and the Heaven series of novellas. Her popular podcast, I Should Be Writing, can be found on isbw.murlafferty.com. She also used to be the co-editor of our sister podcast, Pseudopod. <laughs>